Hello and welcome to Glorious Living. Thank you for watching today. We have a great program planned and Chrissy is here with me as well yes. as usual. Living the glorious life, Miss Kathy. I love it when you come on the set with me. I love being here, watching we've, people get change their lives. We've been doing this for quite some time yeah, Coming up two years two almost. Years. Two years of glorious living. I'm loving it. Love learning from you and all of our awesome guests. We all have the great time. stories that we uh, people come and tell their story, but we yes. also have stories that people write in and send their comments in and you read them. Yes, ma'am. Have and one I today. Those. I okay. love collecting them, reading them and sharing them and celebrating what God's doing in your life. And this one's from Linda from YouTube. We have so many wonderful videos, content we upload daily. And she says, praise God, your testimony of heaven has taken away all of my fears of death. I have shared this message with others and I listen to it periodically. God bless you for sharing. So her fears were taken away because of the content we're posting each Especially and every day. Especially watching the heaven yes, uh, yes, message that Jesse has when he went to heaven back in the 1980s. I yes, forget the date, exact yes. year. But that has gotten well over a million views, hasn't it? Oh, and yes, ma'am. Spanish as well. Span uh, yes, views. It's, it's Spanish as well. And so many people, I just love reading those Yeah, they can watch it on YouTube, but also on our app. There's mm -hmm. a lot of other ways that they can get it. They'll give that information on the screen, I hope. Yes. That message alone continues to reach the lost in so it many is. ways. We were in this, I just want to just, before we move on, I just want to remembering one of our uh, crew was saying how they, they knew someone who got born again as wow. a teenager Come in school on. because the teacher ran that, played that for the class. Oh, in, wow, in a the school. teacher yeah. did that. That would a blessing and that is. And that's how the child, uh, that when it was a child, knew came to know Jesus and heard about our ministry. So. Oh, I love it. Well, if you watch this program and then binge watch that program after on our app and you'll be blessed. Yeah, it really is after. awesome. <laughs> yeah, watch this right now. You don't want to miss this. It's great. Yeah, because this is a great program. We're excited to welcome back Brittany Piccolo-Ramos to Studio C. Brittany is the president and co-owner of Godwin Realty and was the host of HGTV show Selling the Big Easy. She and her husband, Marco, worked together in ministry at Believer's Life Family Church in Gretna, Louisiana, where Marco serves as associate, associate pastor. They have three precious children, Sophiana, Ruby, and one on the way. Brittany is here today to share how to overcome the spirit of fear by continually walking in faith. Thank you, Brittany. Brittany's here, <laughs> and congratulations. Yeah. Well, um, one part of overcoming the spirit of fear is just doing it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Literally. I mean, I'm it's almost great. 40 years old, and I'm like, should I have another baby? <laughs> yes. There you go. Step into your yes. Well, I love so that. So this will be number three. Number three. So and I figured good. that if Sarah did it at like 90. Hello. No right. complaints. No come complaints. On. I'm like, don't even come to me at 70, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Lord. All right. Yeah, I'm 71. Wow, so maybe I could be thinking we'll be about that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? Then we'd all have babies. <laughs> She's like, nope. Don't play with me. <laughs> It's so great. I actually wouldn't really mind it at all. Listen, okay, hey, let's, let's, be, let's we're speak lay into today. existence. Uh, <laughs> oh, I no, but it. Sarah did it. She proved it can be done. I don't have to do it. I don't have to prove it. <laughs> She's already been there. Yeah, that's right. But thank you so much for coming back. You're always so much fun when you come. Yes. You bring the joy of the Lord in the house. Amen. And, you know, I just want to hear what God's been speaking to your heart about this subject, but also just talk about a little, because people may be getting to know you for the first time, about your history. I know you're a businesswoman, even though you're in your husband are involved in your local church and he's on on the staff but you interact with people all the time you and your, I think your brother you have a podcast yeah. or mm -hmm. something let us know about that so there's a lot going on in the world and throughout my life I have really struggled with fear fear I used to when I was younger even though I was raised in the church I really had a fear of dying it's interesting that y'all really? brought up that yeah wow it's interesting that y'all brought up that heaven story because 
you know, I got saved at a very young age, but you know, we used to watch Thief in the Night. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Thief in the Night didn't play any games. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was like worried about the rapture. I was worried about if yeah. I was saved or not saved, if God loved me, if I was sinning, if I died at that moment. So Just as a kid. Yeah, was, yeah. because I, I really, you know, being raised in church, I mean, I really understood that heaven was real, hell was real, and that um, eternity was real. Yeah. And so I didn't want to miss it, you know? And I used to go up to, to church every morning. I would go up and get prayed for and get and get saved again. Yeah. Like, one more like, time, Lord. One more time. <laughs> every Just week to make they're sure. like, Brittany, what are you doing here? I'm like, listen, I'm covering all bases, okay? <laughs> I'm playing no games. I'm going to heaven. And so I um, think that's precious. <laughs> yeah, it is. How so, old <clears throat> were you at that time? Do you remember? I was probably, I mean, like 11, 12 okay. years old. That's a key age. I was just thinking mm -hmm, recently how, you know, when God, when I thought I'd been in a church at 10 years old, because I remember getting dressed. Nobody in the family wanted to go to church, but I wanted to. Something in me pulling wow. to go. Yeah. So I went to the Catholic church and then I left just as empty as I came. But I knew if I'd have been in a church, kind of like our church we have now, I'd have gave my Lord heart oh, to yeah. the Lord at 10. Absolutely. But it didn't happen until I was almost, I was almost 21. So, well, you know. He's made up for lost I'm time. He up. sure did. <laughs> he did a lot. He has he done a lot. lot. That, uh, God does a lot with kids at that age. He's talking to their heart yeah. like he was with you. Well, I feel like that's why the enemy's attacking that age so much with their identity, yes. their foundation, trying to sexualize them and so much. Because at that age, if he can try to break down their identity when they're searching, yes. I mean, he's really going to do really major damage. Yeah, And um, that's at their weakest <clears throat> point because they're really trying to find themselves. That's why it's so important that the parents get their kids to church. Yeah. Get them in a good environment because they're going to hear the wrong message out in the world at some point. Mm -hmm. But they need to have a good foundation of the Word of God and be in church. Exactly. I 1,000% agree with you. And so I just really struggled with fear a lot. And I started having panic attacks later on. And I just remember, like, every time I would try to go to sleep, the only thing that would give me peace was I would put on worship music and read the Bible. So if you're struggling with panic attacks right now, I really encourage That's you. That's good advice. Get the, the word, get in the Bible. There's a scripture that I meditated and I just would say it. I would speak it out. The Lord has not given me a spirit of fear, but a spirit of peace and love and of a sound mind. Good. And I would speak that over and over and over. And finally, I, and, I, and a panic attack is really crazy because it feels like you're going to die. Yep. And, um, and, in those scriptures, I know it talks about in the end times that men's heart would fail out of fear. For fear, right. So that's what's happening right now. I think you're seeing a lot of that. So I started saying that over myself. The Lord is not giving me a spirit of fear. And I would say it. And finally, I said, you know what, God? Either heal me or kill me. I can't live like this Amen. anymore. That's and I was horrendous. instantly healed. Never had another panic attack. Yeah, because he don't want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> he's, already, he's already been the one who'd made the sacrifice. Yeah. We don't need a sacrifice. We trust that, him. But I know the, that, point, that, pain, mm -hmm. that point, yes. you came to that point, Lord. It, Well, I think what happened was I didn't realize I was fearing death. Okay. And so finally, finally, when I looked death in the face and said, I'm not afraid of you anymore. Good for you. Right. That I know Ooh, where I'm going so and you good. can either take me or heal me. It was like that spirit of fear just came off of that's me. Beautiful. That spirit of fear of death came off of me and I understood and I looked into eternity. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is real. And, and I, again, I've helped other people um, get over spirit of fear because it is so crippling. It is. And there's so many Christians. And again, I'm not doubting or doubting or are judging people on medication, but there's so many people on anti-anxiety so medication. It's the most prescribed drug, I think, yeah. is the, for depression, yes. different drugs. They run depression. to that for a quick fix, you know. Yeah. They're just relying on those medicines to get them through, which 
you know, God, he's our ultimate medicine. The word of God is our medicine. But I think people don't know how to war. And I love what you and, and Jesse preach because y'all are really equipping people to understand how to use the word of God, to understand what these conflicts are, how to overcome them. And so um, one thing that I, that I saw too on social media was, you know, when you're having anxiety, that is God signaling it's time to pray. You just posted that, or you shared it. Yeah, I did. I got you, girl. <laughs> She's I like, see yeah, you. I thought. <laughs> I see you. I was like, see, I gave them credit, too. Uh-huh, you know you what did. I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't try to take that. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is, is now, you know, every report you turn on, the news, it's fear, fear, fear. There's no positivity. You turn on social media. Fear sells. Fear you know? sells. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it makes you controllable. Mm. And, and coming back for more. They want you to keep watching. It's wow. always, they want you to get addicted to their fear message. Yeah, it's the ratings. You know? they, want, they, they want that. They want you to keep believing their message and not going to the Word of God. You know, there's a lot of people, they get, they get hooked on the drama. Mm-hmm. And they can't just live in peace because they, they've been addicted to... Oh, that's from the Spirit of God. I hadn't said that that's before. Good. But it's really true. They get addicted to that drama and that fear. It's, it it's controls for them. them. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why they call it um, doom scrolling. Ah. So I know because my, my staff told me about it. Because <laughs> I, I was I was doom scrolling one day, <laughs> and I was looking There's at it. There's actually a term for it. Yeah. So I was looking at it, and I was just because I don't really follow. I, I follow a lot of like I, you know gardening things and things like that too, but also you know news stuff just to kind of keep updated. And it was like I was watching a video, and then I had to see the next one, and then I had to see the next one. And they took my phone, and they said, "You are doom scrolling right now." And I was like. I am. Yeah. I never, so I deleted the social media apps off my phone and I like got quiet with the Lord and I was like, God, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. And I got in the word and I was like, you know, people have been going through hard times since forever. Exactly. I mean, Christians were eaten by lions, right. you know, thrown into all kind of, you know, the, the disciples they were all murdered. at the stake. You right. know, we, there's a lot of drama and trauma happening right now. But, and there, the enemy definitely has a plan. I mean, everything is getting real. It is getting yeah, real, real. Sure. If you want to read Revelations and look at the news, it's, you can like match it up yeah. right now. It's pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. Accurate, yeah. But it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. like we get to see the Bible coming to life. We're living in the last days. And, the, and they've been saying that since Jesus' time. We're living in the last days, but we really need to have that mindset. These are the last of the last days, I believe. I agree last with you. I agree. Last. And so what's mm-hmm. happening is that spirit of fear is trying to control believers. And either I've noticed there's two people that are, one is like completely ignoring it. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is getting consumed by it. And they're like, okay, I'm going to live in a cave and I'm going to go here. And I'm going to go, and yeah. not living a glorious life, not living a victorious life, not having joy. And so the enemy is draining them of all of their strength. Mm-hmm. And so they're, he's, he's winning even though they think that they're they're doing something good by getting all this fear and stuff because they're not reading the word. They're not saying, okay, God, what is your plan? Because yes. even during the time of Daniel, when they were in Babylon, and I heard somebody say this, nor, I mean, America is like a Babylon right now. You know, we have all these five false idols. I mean, they're putting up idolatry and all this spewing, all this demonic, you know, agendas and really trying to captivate our nation. But that's what, what they were already wicked in Babylon, right? Right. So they were putting all these, all these, you know, Jews here and forcing them to worship these idols. Yep. And Daniel sat there and was like, nope, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to pray. And he transformed a nation. Mm-hmm. And that was one person. 
one person. Yeah, and then the his three uh, buddies, you know, the three. Shirek, Misha, and Marina Gomez. Or as, Je or as Jesse calls it, my shack, your shack, and, and a bungalow. bungalow. I'm, see, I know that one. <laughs> He's like, that's a Cajun way of saying yeah. bungalow. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they stood uh, for God. And when mm -hmm. they told, he said, they had the statue, you're going to bow or you're going to be dead. Yes. Well, they just said, we're not going to bow. Yeah. And you have to have that firm stand. I'm going to stand for God because you know the result is that even if you, if, if they win, you're going to be in eternity forever. Yeah. And that's know? great because they said, we will not bow. And even if this does happen, we still won't. We just will not do it. And mm -hmm. I, that kind of correlates what you were saying about when you were having your panic attacks. It's like, Lord... I'm surrendering this. I'm giving this to you. I know I'll, I know I trust you, you know, that in heaven one day I'm going to be glorious, but I want to live in the now and I want to be completely free from this fear. And that yeah. kind of reminded me when my dad was going through his health battles and I was feeling like that grief was trying, grief was trying to attach itself to me and he didn't even transition and he's healed. He's doing great yeah, right now. Jesus. But even during that time, I was recognizing this spirit of fear and grief trying to like attach itself to me. And I, prayed a similar prayer. I said, Lord, I don't want to live like this anymore. Mm -hmm. I, 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 if I trust in you completely, I know that no matter what, no matter the outcome, my dad will be in heaven. I, we're ultimately going to be with you, but I, I want his healing. And I prayed that and I surrendered it. And the next day I walked in to the uh, ICU and he was eating spaghetti and meatballs after <laughs> not eating for about two months. He was like, this is delicious. I'm like, yeah. wait, is this real? But that prayer activated something, mm -hmm. surrendering, like you said, it really, it did. Something in the heavenlies, the Lord acknowledged it and said, man, I know, I can there trust you, Chrissy. Mm -hmm. I can trust it's you. It's like you break through and yeah. it's like, it's like he wants you to break through. Yeah. You know, he wants us to to grab that faith. He's still there. He's still our father. Always. He's still waiting mm -hmm. to do a miracle. But he's like building our character and he's building our strength. Right. You know, every at any moment he could have mm -hmm. healed me. But I know that God wanted me to face death in the face and say, I'm not afraid of you. Right. It ultimately comes wow. down to our choice. Because he made us free moral agents, this free will thing. You know, he could force it on us, but he wants us to choose him. So every day we have an opportunity to choose life Beautiful. or choose death, Ooh. to choose blessing or curse. And he says, I put this before you every day. So moment by moment when things happen, the enemy has come with an, one plan of attack, mm -hmm. but God always has the answer. Amen. No matter, he says, Ooh, comes good. to give us the spirit of fear, but God gives us the spirit of love and peace and a sound mind, which is the only thing that will combat and overcome fear. So it's a choice. You have a choice. It Every is. single day you have a choice of whether you're going to believe the word of God or believe with the lie of the devil. Mm -hmm. He's always lies. He's, his first lie was, hath God said? True. That question mark came in the Garden of Eden, and he still got that same He don't come lie. up with nothing new. <laughs> He's the, Did he really the say no that? No tricks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, well, it worked for him in the Garden. I'm not going to let it work for him in my life. Come on, Miss Kathy. That's there good, Miss Kathy. I need one, too. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'll, I just know that, that God brought you here to encourage people because you've walked through this as a child and as an adult. You've, you've seen people. You've been able to minister to people mm -hmm. about how you can overcome the spirit of fear in your own life because the devil comes, but it's important that we connect with people of like precious faith. Recognize that God will put people in your it path will. that will help you. And I believe this program today, God has placed us in your path because God has an answer for your life. Amen. Yeah, and That's I do so believe good. that 
we, you know, for example, my business. So there's a lot of economic changes happening. And I'm seeing a lot of believers that are struggling financially or having some fear of what's to come. And your business is real estate. I have a real estate. Yes, I, thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're like, Anne, can okay. you be clear about that? No, I really want people to understand yeah. where you're coming from because you interact with a lot of people from different walks a of life. A lot. I mean, I'm going into people's houses every single day. And what I have found is that people are, you know, because everything is double the price. That's really hard. Everything right now is double the price, same income. And then the interest rates are going up. Interest rates are double. Insurance is double. Everything is double. Well, Lord, I thank you for a double portion. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. But um, since we're doubling at this time. Let's go for it, right? (laughs) Send it over here. Send it to me. But, you know, it really is a time that fear can grip you. And I was having a time, even though I've overcome fear so many times, I was waking up with fear every year, anxiety and being like, oh, I have to get a contract. Oh, I have to go get more business. Oh, I have to, like, I started like Mm -hmm. waking up like anxiety. And the Lord reminded me, I need to say, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will be glad I will be in rejoice it. and be glad in it. In, in it. <laughs> Brittany, yes. you better not forget that voice, <laughs> uh, that, that scripture. So this is the day that the Lord has made, and you will be glad. You will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, <laughs> But like Hallelujah. I had to realize that I need to be happy about every single day, that it's a gift, that it's an opportunity, that's a time that I can do breakthrough, that God can do miracles and signs and wonders. And that's when I started praying, Lord, do signs, wonders, and miracles. Yes, do on. signs, wonders, and miracles. Do signs, wonders, and miracles. Like, I don't need to operate. It doesn't just happen in church. Yes. These things happen in everyday life, too. Yes. And that's what God places you in these positions where people maybe not have an answer, but you could pray with them. You could let them know, hey, I'm praying for for this sale or whatever exactly. it is. Yeah. And when things are too comfortable, people do tend to get complacent. That's right. And in these times, some of the, the hardest times have been the greatest revivals throughout history. True. And so it's like these times really where the enemy means to destroy you, God will refine you mm-hmm. and bring you through the fire and make you like gold mm-hmm. and make you the calling that you're you're called to be, you know? And so I feel like right now I'm, I'm, I'm asking God, okay, I know I'm going through all this right now, but what are you doing? What do you want to do? Yeah. Where are you redirecting? Are you changing? Are you shifting? Do you want me to start exploring this yes. or doing that? Like ask God, like if he's drying up something, ask him what's going on. Do you need to sow more? Do you need to start pouring out in this? Like, are you shifting You're directions? Mm-hmm. You know, like ask him what's going on and he will respond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and so instead of, instead of like, I was being almost like, woe is me. I'm like, you're my dad and you're making me go through this <laughs> and I don't like it. And I'm having a baby. And blah, blah, blah. Like, I was really like going yeah. straight <laughs> spoiled kid. And and all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I said, yeah. God, you have never left me. You are not, you know, you won't be leaving your kids, you know, wanting for bread. Like he he's a good father. Yeah. And so I started saying, God, like, what are you doing? God, I, like, show me a miracle. And so I started asking for miracles and we're starting to see it. You know, I'm starting to get calls out of the blue from this person. And I'm, you know, Marco's, you know, doing some things in ministry. And, and so I just feel like, this is a time for signs, wonders, and miracles. So instead of focusing on the Red Sea, you know, they're coming at you from this side. You can see the enemy chasing you and they're gonna destroy you. And you're looking at the sea in front of you and you're saying, oh, this is impossible. But God in that moment, take out your staff, put it down and let God Come do on. a miracle. Ooh, that's you know, good. let him part the Red Sea yeah. because without the test, there's no testimony, right? Right. So it's like, this is the time for testimonies. You know, what happened back in those days, you know, a lot of people think the Red Sea opened up, but Moses went to God and said, 
He told the people, stand still and see the salvation of God. Then he turns around and looks at God. God said, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> Stretch forth your yeah. staff and speak to it. Yes. So there's God's Ooh. already put words in our that heart. That was it. Look, we both pointed at the same time. <laughs> Say <know>, that again. <laughs> well, you know, we, we look back That's and so look good. for God to do. To, he's already given us everything we need yes. to be an overcomer and victorious in life. He's we He wants us to take a stand and speak and say what he's already put in yes. our heart. And so yes. many times we step back and say, Lord, you do it. He's already, he's wanting he's for us to grow us. up. You know, you're going to have a little baby in just mm -hmm. what, what, four more months, yeah, six, five, six, six more months. Yeah. So, and so, yeah. and at some point that little baby is going to have to tie their own shoe. You'll do it. You'll do a lot of things for it. But, but at some point, no, you're going to do this. Yep. You're going to walk. You come on. Get, you know, take the, show them how to make the first steps. But and and we grow in God. But there comes a point in time, especially when you're in leadership, like Moses was in leadership. God had already raised him up, revealed himself to him as the burning bush, as the great I am. Mm -hmm. But at this point, Moses had to stand up and do what he That's knew to right. do. Obey. And I believe God has put us the the the. Um, the formula within us. He's put the words within us and, and you can almost feel them like burning in there. Oh yeah. And you're looking, still looking to God. No, you God, you say it. No, he's wanting you to say it. You have God's that wanting authority. you to speak to that, that, that sea, that thing that needs to part. You need to speak the word of God, whether it's finances, whether it's sickness or whatever. By his stripes, I am healed. Yes. You start speaking what God has said. Yeah. Well, it's First interesting person. that you said that because I had that happen that my daughter was really sick. Ruby was really sick, my two-year-old a couple of months ago, and no, I'd say about a year ago, and she was like, uh, like couldn't breathe, like, and I was, I was scared for her life. And then I had been praying in the spirit over her, I've been praying and been praying and praying, and nothing, and I was like, so finally, like this holy anger rose up in me, and the Lord said, speak to that sickness and tell it to go. Mm -hmm. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I it. command you sickness to leave this body yes. and for this child to be healed right now in Jesus' name. And I was screaming because my husband woke up. He wasn't awake. So I woke him up. You got to take authority <laughs> Come on. and use your... She yeah. was healed though instantly. Hallelujah. I love it. She you went said, <gasps> She breathed the Praise life of God. God, the name of Jesus. But and you I'm obeyed. so happy you said that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you obeyed and you knew that in the name of Jesus, anything that's named must bow. And I think that that's sometimes when we're missing, when we get these panic, these emotions, this fear rising up, we need to cast it out in the name of Jesus every time. Don't let it, don't let it even get to the point where it overwhelms you. And you know, there was a, a point where I was kind of battling with that fear and I I was free from it. And I said, Lord, thank you. It's gone. I wasn't having any anxious thoughts. I was walking, but the devil tried to come attack me in my sleep and give me nightmares. And there was one specific nightmare where I knew what was happening. And in my sleep, I went, oh, wait, no, you can't attack me in my dreams. And in my dream, I said, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> and I rebuked that nightmare and woke up and was like, Wow, Lord, even in my sleep, this can this is reality. You know, it's spiritual warfare, but we are always victorious when we use the name of Jesus. So I love that you shared that because I feel like that's missing sometimes. So we yeah. need to recognize our authority. Yeah. You know, He is. We have power of attorney to use that name. And sometimes it's hard though to feel that authority when you feel like you got the heck beat out of you. You know, it's yeah. like you're just in it. You just feel like and you're just tired. But it's like, that's why you were talking about, you can't lose the fellowship of the brethren. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like Moses had Aaron hold up his arms, uh -huh. you know, and he had people help him in that journey. And sometimes you might be just tired and weary mm -hmm. with the battle. And that's why you need to get around spirit-filled believers yes. that are powerful, that know the word of God, that can step in and lay hands and, and be 
in that war with you. Because mm-hmm. the war is already won, but again, we're taking authority. You know, mm-hmm. what is what happens um, on earth happens in the spirit realm first, mm-hmm. you know? That's and right. so we have to take authority in the spirit realm. Right, mm-hmm. he, Jesus said that he came to destroy the works of the devil, but the devil's still Roman. He's mm-hmm. still out there and we have to exercise the authority that we have the way he yeah. did when he was here. He rebuked the devil, yeah. he rebuked the storm, he did all these things. And, uh, but it's something that we do. We use our voice. God yeah. gave us as human beings the power of speech. Yeah. And like no, no other animal on the planet has this, but we have it, but it's for a purpose because God wants us to do what he did. We're, we're born, we're created in his likeness and his yeah, image. Beautiful. And he spoke. That's how he created the universe. He Ooh. created everything we see. He spoke, he said, and he saw. And he yeah. said, it is good. It is very good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. God is good. It's can I good. cook or can I cook, basically? You say, I saw that on the movie. I but, cannot cook. No. You either. But That's I'm why. talking about the creative force, not, I'm talking to spiritual girls. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, we can cook when we want to. I'll, I'll prove that I can cook. You know, I've, I've done it. I've had the whole table yeah. filled with food that was the hot was supposed was that was supposed to be hot was hot cold was supposed to be she cold. She's making me gumbo. I've I done know. it. I've done it. I've but, had her gumbo. It's good. I, <laughs> it's very good. Like the Lord but says. I don't have to do it all the time now because I've proved <laughs> it's been done. <laughs> She's like, that. I showed you I can do it. I'm not doing it today. <laughs> um, but you know, one thing I was thinking about too is a lot of believers too are struggling and going through these wars because they're putting themselves in situations. You're watching things that you shouldn't be watching. You're reading things you shouldn't be reading. You're on social media platforms doing things that you shouldn't be doing. And so it's an open gate or you have resentment or you have unforgiveness or something like that that is an open door in your life that is allowing the enemy to ravage you. Stop letting the enemy ravage you. He will do it at every opportunity he can and all he needs is this much room. Right, and it brings it back to what we talked about. Well, it's it's choice. You have a choice every day what you're gonna choose to look at, what you're gonna choose to put put before your eyes Mm -hmm. and it will affect the journey in life that you have. Mm -hmm. And and so like you said, you open the door to the enemies. He says, I have a right to trespass here. They, they invited me in, you yep. know, and so we, we ca- but that could easily change. You don't have to stay in that position. You just, it's real easy to just make that about face, make yeah. that 180 and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me. Come into my life. I want to live for you. Uh, I repent of that. Yes. You know, I mean, that's a lot of people don't want to talk about repentance today, but it's a very real thing. The, Jesus of, the message of Jesse was, Jesus, excuse me. And, <laughs> and, and Jesse <laughs> mentions it too. And it's my, it's my message yeah. now too, is repent and believe the gospel. Yes. You need both of them. People just say, oh, believe in Jesus. You know, believing in Jesus is good, but your life has to have a turnaround. You have to have a moment where you come to God and say, Lord, I don't want to live the way I have lived. I don't yes. want to make the choices I've made in the past. I want to choose you. Yes. And that's that's the beauty of the gospel. Because, he can yes. change you in an instant. He can. He's coming back too. And when we were talking about the heaven message, you know, when I one of my favorite parts, that whole message is just amazing when Boss shares it. But when he said he heard Jesus preach and said, and then he looked at Jesse and he said, Tell my people I'm coming. And he's like, But Lord, me? I I can't and he took him and he said it with authority. No, go tell them I'm coming. And I feel like that's what we need to be sharing each and every day with our loved ones, with people we're working with, with you watching right now. He's coming back. There's no room for all of that mess that the devil wants to put on you. You have to you have to just know in whom you believe and keep walking. Yeah. Keep walking by faith and not by sight. And know, and then one day, one wonderful day, we're gonna look up and there he's gonna be. 
And I just can't wait to see that. And that melts away the fear for me, yeah. knowing that my daddy is coming back for me. It does change your perspective. It changes everything. Makes you really want to get up with that purpose that he placed in you and go carry it out day by day, no matter what the enemy throws at you. That's really interesting that you said that my purpose. Yeah. I think too, when you start losing sight of your purpose, mm -hmm. you'll get tossed to and fro mm -hmm. all over because you're forgetting what your ultimate purpose is. Yeah. Even myself, you know, like I feel like I got wrapped up in real estate, you know, doing real estate every day and doing business is great, but that's not my purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, my purpose is to share the gospel. Yes. My purpose is to enjoy the Lord. My purpose is mm -hmm. to, to fellowship with believers. That's my purpose. Mm -hmm. This is just my job. Right. Mm -hmm. And he uses your job. He uses those as open doors for that true purpose to bring him pleasure to come forth. Mm -hmm. And I, I just love it. I know meeting you all those years ago, that was a plan and a purpose. And Amen. it's awesome to see how things come full circle. Now we're sitting in Studio C with Miss Kathy Sharon. I think it's it's just great to see what the Lord has done. It Amen. really is. I know. And I love what God's doing in your life. We didn't even really talk about your your podcast that much. What's the name of it again? It's we talked a little bit. Coffee Contracts and Conspiracies. And it's with your brother? Yeah, it's with I my brother. It. It's and only so been out there a couple of months, yeah, right? Yeah, we talk about real estate, what's going on. We talk about what's going on in the world and we talk about, um, but you know, after doing talking to you and I love you so much because you're so um, full of the word and you're so full of life and I just love that. I just, I think I'm going to start incorporating, you know, the Word of God with what's happening in the world too. Bring answers. So that way, bring in, oh, bring yeah. in answers. The answer. Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be real good. <laughs> Y'all can thank Pastor Kathy and Jesus. <laughs> well, you, if you haven't Mainly watched Jesus. it, you need to go and log yes. on. We'll put the link on there so y'all can see that. So and you're going to be blessed by that. So thank good. you so much for coming back yeah. into the Studio C and, and being part of the conversation, sharing what God with us, what God has done in your life and overcome how you have learned to overcome the spirit of fear and mm -hmm. how anybody can overcome the spirit of fear Beautiful. by putting the Word of God first and how you put it into practice in your family, with your daughter, when no matter what the devil does, yep. God always has an answer. Amen. Thank you so much for coming back. It's my pleasure. Oh, love, love you, Brittany. Can't wait to, for uh, this baby to be best friends with little Sophia. We'll raise it. It's going to be I'm great. for it. Oh, it's going to be so fun. <laughs> yeah, Sophia is going to teach us some stuff. Right? Oh, come on. Yeah. Because you're a year old or almost before. Oh, yeah. That's what they do. They teach each other. Yeah, mud, mud pies first. Oh, right? fine. Oh, it's going to be great. Or if it's a boy, it's a husband. You know. Oh, man. Oh, hey, wait, that's let, a let's thought. speak it by faith. <laughs> that would be you know, finally family. I'm not saying together. I'm matchmaking, but I'm matchmaking. You know? <laughs> I can't wait for that. That's great. Well, it's been so much fun. And thank you for joining us today. And thank you for being part of this this uh, program today. It's been on our heart to just share with this with you because we believe that God has a great plan and a great future for your life to be pain-free, fear-free, and just filled with glorious life. I hope you'll watch me right next with our guest next week right here in Glorious C, Studio C, for another program right here at Jesse DePolandis Ministries. God bless you.